Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I am your host, Steve Washuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. As usual, I am alone on Thursdays doing these solo podcasts discussing something in the fitness and health industry that is either trending, something that I touched on in a previous conversation and want to elaborate on, didn't get the chance to, or something that I believe needs to be talked about. Maybe it's a question that's been asked a lot in the National Academy of Sports Medicine boards, or maybe it's something that I think people are just getting wrong. Today, I'm going to be talking about mock trainings and mock classes in interviews. I've already talked about this a little bit. I think it was the second or third episode of this podcast, so literally 100 episodes ago, that I talked about how to go into a fitness training interview So I'm not going to get into all the details of the interview. I just want to talk about the mock training. First, what is a mock training? It's you presenting, let's say, a 10-minute class or training, a slice, a little tidbit of what you would do in an actual training session to a superior, to management. How do they run them? Well, it's always a little bit different based upon the particular managements. Let's first start with the class, and then we'll go to the personal training. Typically with the class, they will assume that you already have a background in teaching a particular class. So maybe it's Zumba, maybe it's spin, maybe you do all sorts of uh, strength classes for different age groups. So with that in mind, those classes are gonna be centered around that particular modality. So let's go ahead and say it is a spin class. Obviously you'll be on a bike and they'll want you to still go through the full range of class typically, although it's only 10 minutes. So start with what you would do in a traditional warm-up. Do a quick four or five minutes what you would do in class. Do a cool down. And what are they looking for? How comfortable you are. If you're using the proper parlance in that particular uh, class setting. So obviously with spin, you're going to be talking about how to adjust the settings and dials on your bike. And all the proper safety keys and cues that you would use for a spin class. With a strength training class, you wouldn't be doing that. You'd be talking more about tempo and form and the weights to grab and you know keeping your shoulders down and all of these proper spinal alignment and all these other things but they also want to make sure you're you're toning it down you don't want to talk just purely in that trainer's fitness jargon you want to use terminology layman's terms that the average fitness goer is going to understand the general population person is going to understand you're not talking to trainers in a class Although you are in this sense because a trainer is probably acting as the general population. So that's where it gets confusing. You're going to have, let's say, management or other trainers taking your quote-unquote mock class here. But you can't talk to them like trainers. You have to treat them as if they were just general population and use the same balance and speak to them in the modification form that you would somebody in the general population. So you want to make sure that it's fun. Obviously, that's very important. You want to make sure that it's safe. You want to make sure you're using modifications and proper terminology. And you want to make sure you're doing a warm-up and a cool-down. If you hit all those things, I'm sure you'll be okay. Some people want to pre-write all these things out. I'm, uh, I think you're better off just on the fly keeping those five or six things in mind and, um, and seeing how it goes from there. Now, mock trainings are a, a tad different because usually they come in steps where the instructor management will give you some easy things to go over first. They might say, okay, you're working with this client and one of the trainers walks up who's going to be an actor in this case as the client and they are 33 years old. They're in good shape. It's uh, They're just looking for overall health and wellness 
full body exercises. And here are two 10 pound dumbbells. Walk them through uh, full body exercises. Give them a leg exercise, a pulling, a hinge, and uh, you know, sp spot them and, and give them guidance on form. And you'll go over that, right? You give them a, a deadlift with the 10 pound dumbbells and you go over their form and you help them correct them. They'll probably do it wrong on purpose. So just correct them properly. Ask them if you can touch them first, like you would a regular client. Use the right terminology and modifications. If for some reason they say, oh, this hurts me, they're just testing you, go to the next easier modification in that case. Do your pushing exercise, your pulling exercise, whatever. Then it'll become a little bit harder once they see where you're at. They'll go, okay, this person can get through that stage. Let's go to the next stage. Now this person is uh, 55, but they've been complaining of knee issues and their goal is just lower body strength and all we have is this band here and a step go ahead and, and work with this client. So now you have limited tools. You just have a band and a step. You're only focused on legs. This person has a bad knee and that's not really a diagnosis, mind you, right? They're just saying their knee hurts. Your job is not to diagnose. Your, your job is not to diagnose. You're not a physician. Uh, your job is to work with them and see what you can do around that knee issue. So then if you get some of those exercises correct or they feel like you did a good job, then maybe they'll take it up another level and make it even more difficult. So these are the sorts of things that you should anticipate to encounter. Now, that could be daunting for some people going, holy crap, they're going to give me all these weird scenarios where I have limited toys and these clients coming to me with a crazy health history form and I have to help them out. Well, you know, that is real training. That's what's going to happen in, in the real world. So they want to see how you react. And it's not that you are going to, let's say, get fired on the spot or not get hired because you do or don't know something. It just gives management an idea of your skill level so that they can appropriately place you with the right set of clients. So if you're not ready for those older clients who have a lot of injuries, if you're not ready for clients who, let's say, are only focused on hypertrophy and you're more of a weight loss person, they're comfortable in where you're not. Also, they want to see how you learn. And if you're going to lie, they go, okay, now give me two, two different stretches for the piriformis. And, you know, you start looking around and you start doing a weird hamstring stretch or you start stretching your tricep, you know, you, you're just going to have to be honest with them and say, you know what, I really don't know that. I'd love to learn a few from you and I'll brush up on that for sure. But, you know, stretching really isn't my thing or I just I don't know all of those muscles that you just named. That's fine. But just don't lie. They want to know that they can work with you. They want to know that they can teach you and that although you're coming in with, let's say, uh, an ACE or an ASM certification, you're a little bit of a blank slate so they can coach you up the way they want to coach you. And you can be, you can train like they want you at their facility. We all have our own styles, but you know, each facility wants you to at least have one or two or three things that they give you and you bring to the table that makes you part of that facility. So again, mock trainings, mock classes are typically asked for interviews. It's not just because that's why they're going to hire you based upon that, but it's if I do hire it's if I do hire you, I need to know where you're at so I know where to place you. Maybe I can tell, okay, they're not that great at these classes. Maybe you do a 10-minute strength training mock class, you do a 10-minute spin mock class and they go, "Well, the women and men that take our strength training class are not that picky. They'll be fine." with her starting off and she's going to learn along the way. But the spin class people, oh, they're nuts. They're, they're going to go crazy if we bring somebody in here who's not a top-level spin instructor. So we can't start her in spin. She's going to have to start in the strength training classes. There are all these nuances to running these businesses, these gyms in the background that, that you just don't understand yet if you haven't been in the gym. But but understand that I'm telling you, it again, you're not going to get potentially hired only if you're good. 
they're also looking to hire people coming in from the ground floor. They understand there's a lot of trainers fresh out of certification, but they do need to sense your personality, your skill set, your knowledge set, so they can place you in the proper class in that facility. Sort of the Truly Fit Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform, and feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.